0: Attention to what's happening locally. If COVID 19 is spreading in your community, stay home as much as possible Shut and up. avoid crowds. Shut up. I, I don't like it because it's so artsy fartsy. Hey, all you cool
1: cats and kittens. It's me, Joel McHale. And as you're all aware, we're currently in the midst of a global pandemic, Tiger King fever. Like
0: you, I've devoured all seven episodes and I'm still craving more. So I called up Netflix and insisted on hosting a glitzy follow-up special with the highest possible production quality. They said, we're gonna mail you an iPhone, knock yourself out. You know what the the best thing about Joel McHale is?
1: <laughs> what? Uh,
0: he's not Chris Hardwick. Right? uh, you know what's missing in nerd comedy this is a chris hardwick impression points points (laughs) we need more harry potter references
1: oh god i
0: need a stand-up bit that pretends like nerd culture isn't mainstream
1: does he even do stand-up
0: yeah, he's became a oh, comedian.
1: Sorry, I'm so bored from this Chris Hardwick talk. I'm yawning on the podcast. I think
0: I talked about Chris Hardwick with a kill.
1: I don't care.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I used to watch At Midnight. I used to listen to his podcast, but there was just one day where I was like, I'm done with Chris Hardwick. Yeah. And I've never gone back. <laughs> don't regret it. I don't like wish him ill or anything. Who cares? I just we was one of those that I decided one day. Not for me anymore.
0: If if you're thought if you want to hear uh, just sycophantic interviews that could not be remotely brave in anyway, listen to some. Uh,
1: <laughs> you know what? Okay, I will argue. I will I will counter that with there is a really good interview that he does with Maria Vanford, and they talk a lot about mental health issues, and it's actually really good. Oh
0: well, I changed my mind about him. I'm
1: just saying.
0: I think That's it's great. the only
1: one I can think of. I
0: wish Chris Hardwick hosted this. But
1: that was very impactful. I don't.
0: The Tiger King and I. Great title, right?
1: Yeah, The Tiger King and I.
0: I will say, I will. I thought this was actually a pretty good addendum to the series.
1: It actually really was. I had heard negative things about this.
0: Well, Joel McKell's snarkiness.
1: Well, yeah, and that people didn't like the way that he spoke to folks. I would, I thought he was fine 100% of the time. He, Do we let the dog in? He made some jokes.
0: I guess I'll let the dog in.
1: Because we can hear him. (laughs) Keep talking. He made some jokes to them, but like. They were in on the jokes. I don't feel like he did anything that was offensive or terrible. I think he asked some questions that we all had questions about.
0: I think it's because um, that the reality is that people on the internet are pussy bitches. Oh, yeah. That need to just like uh, shit the sticks and rocks out of their ass. Right, right, right. And right. face reality, especially in times of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. To just like, um, um, you know, not concentrate so hard on... Finding a way to be offended with every little goddamn thing out there. Mm. But, you know, I I was sitting here watching... I was watching it, and the Tiger King and I... Terrible title, objectively. The
1: worst. The worst.
0: And I thought this was going to be a shit show, and it wasn't. But it was also a very simple thing. Yeah. But I was sitting there thinking, why don't I dislike Joel McHale? Like, I'm sitting there thinking...
1: He's very tall.
0: What is is it about Joel (laughs) McHale that I don't hate? Because on the surface, he looks like the kind of guy... That I would complain about on this show. He's got like spiked moose hair. Mm-hmm. He's uh, very uh, he's very interjecting, but as he kept going on and interviewing these people that we watched in the Tiger King, I realized that in his conversational style is similar to mine. Mm. Like he can he can ask serious questions and have serious moments, and then just ask like a, a goofy non sequitur question. That uh, yeah. is just kind of silly.
1: Yeah, I thought he did a really good job, to be honest.
0: He used to do the Talk Soup show. Remember yeah, that shit back in the 2000s?
1: No, I never watched it.
0: Netflix tried to do their own version of that with him. I
1: remember that happening, but again, I didn't watch it. I think
0: it flopped, it. but I actually watched it's
1: probably my quite fault a
0: bit of it. Yeah, you I know, didn't
1: watch it, so.
0: It's your fault Joel McHale is uh, not... Slightly more well. Uh, Could we- live on the community wealthy. set
1: forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, community's in like its fifteenth <laughs> season, right?
1: No, community's been gone for a while. I think
0: uh,
1: all so, those other people I think got famous. Them up. No, those other people Donald got too famous. Donald Glover, and then also the chick who's in Mad Men, and like now she plays like a wrestler. She on was Netflix. on Mad
0: Men at the same time as she did those shows at the same oh, time. Yeah. yeah, but like Glow is no more popular than Community, I would think. I don't
1: know. I haven't watched it. For as much as we like wrestling, I haven't watched any fake wrestling. I only watch real wrestling.
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: So I'm not trying to watch scripted drama wrestling. You're talking
0: about Glow, the show Glow, as yeah. opposed to
1: real wrestling.
0: You've been wrestling. wanting to watch Glow. You've uh, been saying that.
1: I would have. Re- I would have watched don't... it by now if I really wanted I to watch it. I think you're fronting
0: some bullshit right now. That pretending like you don't want to watch Glow when, like, every time we see it. Scrolling through Netflix, you're like, oh, I need to watch that. But
1: have I? No. no and that's the whole point. If I really wanted to, I would have.
0: No. Because there's eight bazillion things to watch. There's plenty of things. I've watched the first episode of the second season of Mindhunter like three times.
1: <laughs> I didn't finish Mindhunter, and I feel like I need to, but I, you're right. There's just not enough time.
0: The the porn parody is better. Mindhunter. I
1: was, and I'll be real with you, and you called me out on it. I was I was joking oh. about I didn't want to watch fake wrestling. I only watch real wrestling.
0: Okay, maybe you just. I mean,
1: I was it was very highbrow, so if well, you didn't get it, you sold, I understand.
0: You sold it masterfully. <laughs> <laughs> you sold it so well, it didn't even sound like a joke. I know, man. I think yeah, that's actually a problem you generally have. You tell jokes, but they don't sound like jokes. <laughs> And then, then explain, and then you have to explain. And then you have to explain that it's a joke, because that's what jokes are. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I mean, t- I was
1: I was like winking at you, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought you just had something <laughs> in your eye. I often wake up with something in my eye. You,
1: in your corners of your mouth. It's gross.
0: <laughs> in the corners of my mouth, and like a I'm lot grueling. of people.
1: No, a lot of people get like it's like spin. oh, like
0: the the like a. Uh, I used to wake up with real dry lips. It hasn't been that bad lately. No, it's better now. Intensely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I breathe through my mouth when I sleep. <laughs> and the dentists can recognize that. <laughs> and they'll be like, casually be like, oh, we got a mouth breather here.
1: <laughs> and it's like, what? What? <laughs> what did you call me?
0: A mouth breather. Okay. I, I'm a mouth breather.
1: Let's talk about this shit.
0: Joel McHale... Not Chris Hardwick interview he first interviews Chris. He's the long, blonde haired, older man that really cared about the tigers.
1: who hasn't watched this documentary?
0: Yeah, he has not.
1: He's too busy. He, he still works with the Tigers, yeah.
0: and um he he's very loyal to the animals. like mm-hmm. that's why he's there. And he has no. He's no bones about. He, he doesn't even particularly seem to like anyone except the tigers, and he makes no bones about. Oh it.
1: yeah, I mean, he doesn't say anything negative about Jeff, his current boss. He basically is like, it's just, it's like easier because people aren't yelling as much.
0: He and Rinky seem like t- two of the most, and um, and I forget the the person's name who got their arm ripped off. We identify this person uh, by the he pronoun. Mm-hmm. What was their, what was his name? In the docuseries, they keep calling her, uh, him or her. Yeah, and so it was very confusing. Well, I think we talked about
1: that in one of our earlier quarantineers episodes about this because we weren't sure because I assumed he was male, but they kept saying, they said she, but I think before we knew that we were saying they, anyway.
0: Maybe they didn't know. I, I have a hard time thinking that like they maybe just knew and was like, no. We're going to call him or her.
1: (laughs) But to me, that's ignorant because they should have asked if there was any question whatsoever. But anyway, they, Joel McHale did a really cool thing where he actually asked about it and was like, hi, you identify as, like, you're a man. And so were you offended when they called you she? And he was like, I don't care. It yeah. bothered other people more than it bothered me, of
0: course, that's always the case, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well I think I think no one's gonna be more
0: <laughs> outraged than a um <laughs> than a, than a than a white woman <laughs> <laughs> about something that that white woman isn't a part of mm. a liberal white woman, quote mm. unquote mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the the right wing white women are just outraged about, you know, I don't know, getting vaccinated or something. oh God, anyway,
1: <laughs> please. Ugh. Mm.
0: But, yeah, the he didn't seem to mind. And I think maybe there just wasn't any real communication on it. And, yeah, you can't really... I don't, I'm not going to hate on anyone for this.
1: No, I'm uh, not hating on anyone. I was just saying, like, I feel like if there's a gray area, you should probably ask.
0: But if the person don't give a fuck, then just don't give a fuck. True. Uh, like, that's kind of my thing. Like, see... The person that should be offended, the person that's at the center of it, how do they react, and that's where I will go. From
1: well, one hundred. And when when he said I don't care, I was like amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Mm. I think the thing is, is like, as a society, saf. there needs to be a saf. Yes, saf. Yes. As a society, there needs to be a space where people feel comfortable saying, actually, no, I'm a man, oh, or sure. I'm a woman. Yeah. Like you're misgendering me. And no offense, like that's cool, but you there needs to be it needs to be easy enough to say that and have it received well. Mm-hmm. Instead of one people being rude about it or two being overly apologetic about it, like it needs to be something that someone can just say, and the person hearing it can just accept.
0: I think the conversations often mostly happen in environment in these insular environments where someone's kind of on your side, mm-hmm. but they're just not up on the terminology. Mm-hmm. But like, but it never actually happened. But people don't actually leave their bubbles to go into other like enclaves of the way people are mm-hmm. to explain it. Then I, I just you know, I just I think we all overestimate our courage sometimes in terms of trying to spread these uh, these things that are important. Mm-hmm. But I think we should question how effective we really are because often what I see is like we're just in like a circle jerk, and mm-hmm. and it's easier to maybe make explanations of people who are all on your side and don't get it than it is to people who, like, outwardly reject it, so.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I'm talking about.
1: I do. Um. He also asked Saf and everyone else who actually worked there if they were more loyal to Joe or the animals, and hands down, they all said the animals.
0: Yeah, everyone, and people have varying perspectives on Joe. Saf seems somewhat sympathetic to Joe, but then we hear other stories, more stories about shit that Joe did. This was
1: actually really upsetting because I, truth, truth, we're, we were watching this a day after it comes out and some of the people I was talking to earlier today, not in person, we're being safe, had seen it already and we were kind of talking about the actual like Tiger King itself and they didn't really say anything about this episode but we were explaining it to someone who hadn't seen it and at one point I actually kind of found myself not like defending Joe but what I said was basically that I think that Joe was someone who started out in a good place who like really did love animals and want the best for them but then he just got really sidetracked by fame and money and he made some bad decisions and he got involved with some bad people and that's kind of it you know what I mean but like then in this thing you start hearing some stuff that like was beyond for me what we learned in the documentary.
0: Well let's go to Chris back to Chris real quick. Okay. He reveals that he is often that there's euthanization of the cats. Yeah. And at this point, um Lowe runs the zoo.
1: Jeff Lowe, yeah. Jeff
0: Lowe. Who has and,
1: sixty affliction shirts.
0: Yeah. And Joel asks him how many mm-hmm. affliction mm-hmm. shirts he has. But Chris reveals that he often, because the animals trust him so much, it's often him they'll do this thing where they trank the tigers and then euthanize them, and then Joel asks, like, is there something like presumably wrong with these tigers and And Chris goes presumably
1: this is with under Joe, yes, not now,
0: oh he I thought he was saying it's going on it was going on with low,
1: oh, I didn't okay. Maybe I misunderstood that, but he was talking so vehemently about hating Joe and the fact that Joe did that, that I thought it was Joe times. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get the impression that Jeff was still doing that
0: If if
1: or that Jeff was doing that.
0: But I said, all. when we were in the heart of the series, I said, if you're breeding these tigers, there's no way you're not euthanized.
1: I mean, Jeff hasn't been in the game that long. Maybe he just, you know what I mean? Like there's
0: no way he's, if he's, he's had to have been running that thing for at least a year or two at this point. I guess so. There's no way he's not euthanizing tigers. I don't know. But, uh, but you know, Chris seems like chill. And one of the biggest revelations of Chris is that he's not a Motley Crue friend.
1: <laughs> no, he hates him.
0: I think I'm pegging him for a prog guy. I
1: have no comment. That's just me. Yeah.
0: He's more into Emerson and Palmer and Yes and... Fairport Fair sure. Convention stuff like that, you know the good shit. Uh, pong. Uh.
1: You can talk to Ginger about this later. <laughs> I have literally no idea what you're saying.
0: And then we talked to Rinky, who's got the fake legs. We couldn't remember his name. John Rinky is his name.
1: Yeah, we couldn't remember, but he's got the cool legs. Uh, he
0: he quit the day Joe left. Yeah. So he's been gone for a minute.
1: Yeah, and he said. Mostly what I gathered from all the things that he said was that he felt like he needed to leave because Jeff saw him as Joe's friend and so Jeff Lowe was probably never going to trust him, you know? And so he just thought, well, if Joe's gone, then I should go too. Yeah. Because they were kind of, I guess he kind of felt like a package deal. But um, who we don't see in this, but they talked to Jeff and his wife about, is our hitman.
0: Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I just wanted to point out that that, that uh, Joel McHale actually said, whose idea was it for him to be in the bathtub? <laughs> and they just literally were like, we have no idea.
0: Directors or producers, what Joel. What was going on? Why would Lowe know why they put Hitman in a bathtub?
1: I don't know. She he like- just wanted to get their reaction. Jeff said it was sexy.
0: <laughs>
1: he was joking, but it was cute.
0: He, he was a little charming, but, I mean, a con man is, you know. Of
1: course. I,
0: and uh, he's, he's, he says he was played up too much as the villain. Mm-hmm. But I felt like a lot of people watch this interpreted, I feel, there is no singular villain in this whole thing.
1: The only way that you interpret Jeff as a villain is if Joe is your hero. And Joe is not a hero.
0: There are no but heroes. No, here. but if
1: if you if you look at the documentary through the eyes of Joe being the hero, then Jeff is the villain because Jeff stole the zoo and Jeff tricked him and Jeff is the one that set him up. Like I feel like this was inevitable. What actually happened? Maybe he wouldn't have got arrested when he did. But that whole thing is not what they charged him on. They char- you know, he's charged on like animal cruelty stuff. I mean,
0: it's not Lowe's fault that Jeff is in jail. It's or it's not.
1: He did Joe.
0: It's not Lowe's. I'm getting all my names twisted. Joe's in jail because of what Joe did. He couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut, and it just made it easier on anyone who wanted to put the dime on him.
1: Oh, sure, sure. But I'm just saying, like, you could look at it as Jeff is the one who set up the whole Hitman situation and got on the phone with the feds yeah. and told them, and then, like, helped them set up another Hitman when his Hitman went MIA. Right. Like, he did help that, but it was going to happen in some way, at some point.
0: I think we should split this discussion of Tiger King and I between two quarantineers episodes. Okay. What prog song do you want to go out on?
1: I, I don't even know how to answer that question. This is a very serious question, Eric. Uh you're being compared to Vince Neal. Does oh, are you God. flattered
0: by that? Uh <laughs> I fucking hate Motley Crue. Is <laughs> it Oh wow, you this is you're hearing it now, Motley Crue. It ain't wow. never been my thing. Uh-uh. No. It was too too plastic, man. I mean it's, yeah. I'm sorry. West Side Skyline crying.